Snorted. Okay, so this is, this is the new focus of the episode. <laughs> okay. Start the edit here. New focus. Snorting laughter <laughs> is something that my mother does shamelessly, and it's amazing. And my grandmother takes the shit out of her so hard every oh time. God. She's like, Monica, Monica Valenti, that is unacceptable. Oh come on! I started. I only started as a snort laugher, like, like in the last later. couple of years, and I'm not even much of a like. Allergy or, or, or clogged nose. I'm not even snorer. snorer no, it's but an it, authenticity. Like, it, just, it just started. Every every human being has the opportunity to be a snort laugher. It's just, can you, you just need to let go. It's a matter of you think so? surrendering to the humor and being comfortable. Yeah, man. I think. I think that my mother is just more honest. I think you're just more honest Aww. about your humor. We will return to that strange, strange conversation in a moment. But first, a flash forward. And quick caveat that this episode may be hard to distinguish when I was recording sort of live in the field and the studio recording, because I'm doing the studio recording in an outside studio that's on a bench in a park. So sorry if it's super unclear. This is what happens when you try to produce a show on the fly every day. After a long day of hustling up and down New York City, it's time for Focused as Fuck. I am on 14th Street, soon approaching one of the most beautiful places in all of Manhattan. It's, give you a hint, I'm walking west, all the way west. Ah, ah, I think you got it. That's right. I am about to ascend to the High Line. Hello! This is a test. I am now on the High Line, uh, which, if you don't know, it is one of the most beautiful places in Manhattan, as I said. It is an old, I think, train tracks, like above-ground train tracks that they converted into a park. So it's a park along the river, and this time of year, it's just green everywhere. And you're like, at certain points, weaving in and out buildings. I'm right now looking at the river, and there's just trees all the way down amidst the buildings. It's just this like crazy urban jungle garden thing going on. Uh, it's a fantastic aesthetic, especially as the sun is going down right on my face. Um, I've got this little like mobile studio office thing going on. You can check out. <laughs> I took some photos on my Instagram at uh, Zach Valenti. This is a non-traditional, well, I guess that sort of is the tradition. So I guess it's a traditional in that it is non-traditional episode of Focus as Fuck. In season two, in month two, my goal is to do this as sustainably as possible. Sustainably. Sustainably. I can speak English. So yeah, I apologize for y'all uh, UK and uh, international listeners who are in a future time zone. Uh, for the lateness of this technically so I'm recording this front spot on the 10th but the episode is technically for the 9th so I'm, I'm gonna f- flash back fa- rewind not fast forward re- go go going back to yesterday May 9th I had my first incredibly exciting incredibly challenging live streaming gig 
So since being laid off from the startup that I was at, I am now focused on freelance work. Um, and unlike in the past, instead of doing like promo videos or even e-learning stuff, right now I'm focused on live streaming events because one, I'm interested in the technology. I, I love doing the live streaming for myself on YouTube. And two, there's like less people competing in the space and I think I can just make better money for less hours worked although it's higher stakes and higher pressure work because if you fuck up you're fucked because it's all live and you know you lost it um, so anyway uh, that is some context um, so you're about to hear the journey there and uh, and then some musing some interesting thoughts some thoughts that I think were interesting anyway uh, which spoiler alert is about self-critique and how I think we are all our own worst fucking judge. Without any further ado, I take you back to yesterday. I have an officially ridiculous amount of shit to bring into Manhattan for this live stream. It is a veritable tank. For visual context, this is a hand truck that's designed to expand up to 72 inches. It starts out at like 48 and has like wheels that are designed for like war zones and crazy potholed streets. It's a beast. And that's just the thing to move the equipment. Then that's like, imagine that's packed to the top with boxes and bags and computers and cameras and all that good stuff. Tripods. <laughs> it was a scene. Right, Tiffy? Got a lift coming. The question is, will the car be big enough? Cab's coming around the corner directly. Oh, this is great. I'm better now. Awesome. All right, so what do you think? Should we take things off this? More of a question. Um, I don't think we can get it in. Let me just get a photo. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude. I seriously couldn't have asked for a more perfect vehicle. <laughs> so one of the most stressful things about the gig last night is 24 hours before, the person that was supposed to be supporting me, manning a camera, just being somebody in the room to help be an extra set of hands, dropped out. Which is like always the worst thing with stuff like this. Thankfully, Sydney Flint former guest on this show was available super last minute to lend a hand. Hey Sid, I'm between 49th and 50th on 6th Ave right now, unloading from the, uh, from the car. Gigantic handcart in tow, we rolled our way into an enormous skyscraper across the street from Radio City Music Hall in the heart of New York City. These are big elevators, it's nice. And they're like front and center. You don't have to like call some guy Gary in the basement and then right. wait for him to come and like a dusty thing that, hi, hey, that like is terrifying to use from like 1910. Seriously. What's going on as well? The parent monastery. Lonely Cool. Awesome, man. Are you just the freight guy? No, I'm just giving this guy a quick break. And then yeah. Awesome. Oh, so you get a break too because you don't have to like talk to people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be in a lobby. I like talking to people. Oh, yeah. He's my day, though. Yeah. I guess it goes by faster when you're chatting. Right. Yeah, it's fun. Alright guys. Okay, thank you. 
Once we made it inside, it was five high-octane hours later that I was able to finally say, and we're set. I can confidently say that we did a great job last night. The biggest issue that we had was one of the mics that I rented, one of the wireless handheld mics was, I think, broken. They're testing it out at the rental house and will refund me if that's the case. But my vision for having multiple cameras and being able to seamlessly kind of transition back and forth, sort of like a TV production studio run by two people, was really, really cool. We got the slides in there, and even the speaker was a, a wonderful client of mine, somebody who's made a big difference for me, who actually referred me to this company. Um, she was the keynote and was super, super informative and engaging and awesome. So. All around, it was great, with the exception of those audio glitches. I think it went fantastically, fantastical, fantastically, fa fantastic. You're going to have to correct my grammar, Internet. I'm not my strong suit. I don't even think that's great. I think grammar was another pro same word choice. But, uh, it's been a long two days. <laughs> but here's the funny thing. If you asked me how it went last night, I would have been ashamed in the first, like, 10 minutes after the stream, because I really took those audio problems to heart. And there was like a couple minutes that like the wireless camera went down, which if you watch streams from Red Bull, which are, you know, many, many, many multiples of the budget that we had for last night, is something that it just happens in web video streaming. And so I wanted to share some excerpts from a conversation I had with Sydney on the cab ride home, uh, reflecting on that and two hilarious conversations I had before we left that really put my mind at ease about the whole thing. Hello. Hello. Uh, am I supposed to introduce myself? Uh, my name is Sydney Flint. I'm a longtime uh, friend of Zach, second time podcaster on this podcast. <laughs> Long time, second time. <laughs> um, wow. God bless you, Sydney. You made tonight work. I can't believe there was a chance I was going to be there without anybody else working with me on this live stream. It would have been... And it, you would have pulled it off, but it would have been a practically impossible feat to pull that off alone. And it would have been... You would have maybe, like, had a few gray hairs tomorrow. <laughs> if by a few gray hairs, you mean no hair left? Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> Maybe just, a, yeah, just a few hairs. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> remaining. <laughs> um, I, I how, how do you think it went? Um, I think it went great. Right now I'm really distracted by these, like, what are those? They're like the, um, the jockey, they're lawn jockeys. <laughs> there's so many of them. I want to go There must be like a restaurant or something. Yeah, and there's just like steps and like outdoors where they just have like all these, they're kind of like garden gnomes, except they're like horse jockeys. No, yeah, lawn jockeys are a thing. They're like usually in front of like mansions. I think you used to hitch your horse to it. And, uh, they, and the horse would <laughs> listen to that, to a piece of cement or whatever they're made out of. I can't think Listen right to the cement? Okay, <laughs> so we got a little bit loopy here. But uh, we, we come back around. Dead sober, for the record. Um, should we talk about tonight? Yeah, we should talk about tonight. Uh, I'm in that, like, post-game state of just, like, blinking and, like, is, is this real life sort of moment. 
like queen like is queen. this the real life or is this just fantasy oh see i was thinking more of uh, charlie that little kid from that viral video who was just drugged up on a bunch of painkillers yeah but so yeah so the stream ended and like i'm self-conscious about all the things that didn't work but then like this incredible speaker who came like who's like somebody I've worked with in the past who actually referred me to this whole thing in the first place, uh, this job and, uh, is going to be like one of the boss gals that I'm super excited to interview came back to like say hi afterwards and was like, I was surprised at how she was surprised at how we were like, that was amazing. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, she comes back and she, and she, her face is a little bit drawn and she just said something like she didn't emphasize the theme strongly enough, which was, and I said, absolutely not. I actually thought, what was it? What was it exactly the, yeah, it was, it was about your value proposition. Um, right. Like communicate had, your had, value proposition. She named it, uh, finding your zone of genius. And then, yeah. And then she had to alter that to your value proposition. And I had heard her say that a few different times throughout her talk. She didn't say it hit us over the head with that, but I thought that she brought that through so clearly. And then she didn't think that she had at all. And so it's, it's, it's just sort of an interesting topic you know that Zach and I wanted to to hop onto about perception and um, Zach thinking like the tech had failed and from my point of view from a camera all the way across the room I wasn't in communication with Zach much you know that it went off really well except for a sm few small hitches and then from my pers um, perspective Angela's talk was amazing and then even the guy um, the photographer there right. said, was saying that he was trying to get some shots and it was hard for him and you know he was struggling with his technology and it was like we were all converging on like our struggles and um and i think it was a successful event <laughs> right and like I, I think the thing that was tripping me out when we started nerding out about this in the space um before i was like wait 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 hold it this is going to be focused as fuck yeah. um was uh just how universal being our own worst critic is like in that room there was like at least a half a dozen people that all thought they did the worst job in the room. Oh yeah. And everybody did a good job. Like we're in the spot of like, you know what I mean? Like everybody's a high performer and nobody think nobody walked out of there being like, uh, everybody's like, I'm the weakest link. Ugh. Yeah. Which is so interesting to me. Um, just like talking to the photographer who was like nervous about, what was it? Like his shutter was too loud because he had to yeah, like take a lot of shots. Yeah, I didn't hear his camera at all. <laughs> and he was like standing, taking photos right next to me. So <laughs> and uh, and I'm sure like people asking questions in the audience, as I always feel whenever I ask questions in class, is like, oh, that could have been more articulate or that could have been more specific. You know, it's like, I'm sure. And it's like that whole thing of like perception is reality. And we are all so self-centered, you know, to think that other people are focusing on all of our... Um, sort of mistakes or like missteps but everyone's just worried about their own wow. you know always for every like for all the thousands of things that were incredible like all the magical moments where like she turned just the right angle to your camera mm. and I like transitioned to that angle like in this like crazy partnership where we weren't able to even communicate with each other and it just worked for every moment like that or for every like dozen moments like that there was one thing that didn't go the way I wanted that I like fixated on so by the time we were done I was like ugh like god I hope that I didn't just like you know like I hope they want to work with me again was like sort of where my head was at like not, and like 
they'd have reason to, but like, I don't know. It was just like, that was sort of the headspace I was in. Yeah, the the headspace I was in was just like, oh God, like, I'm going to have to explain myself and like, Mm. whew. Just talking to Angela and having her be like, man, I'm going to have to explain myself, (laughs) you know, like, like, I think they want their money back. I'm like, no, you were awesome. That was like super useful. And then like the photo guy did the same thing was like, all right, I think that this may not be personal to me. No. And I, I wonder why we do that. I mean, I guess I know why we do that to ourselves. If we're, we're highly critical, we're creative people. Why? Yeah, why do we because I think that we always think that there's like a higher level of excellence that we can reach, which is true, but there's something to be said. And, and this is my question to the universe is like, how do we dwell on the good stuff, you know, um, more frequently and, 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 and highlight that for ourselves in tandem with saying, okay, how can I do better? Be like, well, where did I do pretty well? And what worked? And like, that's as valuable because then you like know how to get the better stuff again later. So like on the one hand, I think you're right. And I like that perspective of like, okay, so there's creative people and like as creative people, like one of the attributes is like being hard on yourself because you want to grow, you want to get better. I'm like, what about the reptile brain? That's just like constantly looking for danger and constantly trying to fix things to be safe and comfortable. You know, just like that, like more primal side of the brain. That's like, like I'm going to latch on to things that are bad and wrong that I perceive as bad and wrong because I need my attention on those more to avoid them. And like good stuff is like good for two seconds, but it's like sugar. It's like the second I'm done with it. It's like, I just want more of it. And I'm like focused on that. I'm hungry. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess that's, I don't know. I haven't really thought too much about this in particular. Me the reptile brain. God, I don't even know. Reptiles are so dumb. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I don't want to like, I, I know you just like lost a listener because I said that. I'm so sorry. I love iguanas. They're so beautiful. Our bad lizard lovers and lizard people. Well, this is where I'm going to cut it for today. Thank you for listening to Focused as Fuck. Brought to you by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Music in this episode has been by Poddington Bear and Yacht from freemusicarchive.org. And I'm your host, Zach Valenti. If you think it'd be fun to hang out live, you should join me this coming Sunday. Stay tuned for the exact timing. I'll be announcing that tomorrow sometime expect it'll be in the afternoon probably like three or four o'clock eastern standard for the live stream on sunday i'll be announcing it at i don't know when tomorrow you can go to zach.live to learn more that'll take you to my youtube channel youtube.com slash zach valenti subscribe and when you do there's like a little bell thingy which you should click and sign up for notifications so that you get an alert when i go live or upload a video it's a cool thing to do you can check out last week's stream where i talk a little bit about getting into the game of voiceover and podcasting the audio drama production podcast hosts interview me and a buddy of mine a new friend neighbor uh, who's thinking about starting a podcast asked me some questions so feel free to go check that out and if you love this show focused as fuck you can show it in four ways share it with a friend you think would love it or subscribe rate and review wherever it is you listen to podcasts if I hit 200 reviews on iTunes, specifically iTunes, because I got to focus on one thing, LOL, I will do a third month 
We're in the second month. I never thought I would get past one. I'm just blown away by all the kind words that I've read on iTunes. So thank you for that. And mom, happy birthday. Um, keep in mind, this is the same grandmother or her mother, my grandmother that, uh, dissuaded me from bump seeing. What's that? What do you think a bump see is? I don't know. It sounds like, like, like <laughs> booping your nose together with somebody. No, it comes out the other end. Farting. Yeah. Oh, it's a much cuter way. Is she Italian? No. She's the, uh, uh Polish-ish? Uh, Polish. Mm, Boopsie. Boopsie is a cute word, though. Boopsie. Bump. Bump. Oh, Boopsie. Boopsie. It's, it's kind of like an onomatopoeia if you're weird setting farts. Yeah. Boopsie. Boopsie. Like, I, I feel like that's the sound that a fart would make if you slowed it down a lot. Mm. Like, like kind of like <laughs> in between the whale-like sounds that it would make. Boopsie. <laughs> you're losing it. <laughs>